but you're not always supposed to totally know exactly what it is. It's not like you do get, I do think you get moments where it's like a clear download of like, this is where you're meant to go and this is what yeah. you're supposed to do. But it's not like mapped out and charted for you. It's just like, here's a bit of information. And then you decide what you do with that information. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Liberation Station podcast. Today, I haven't actually said this to you yet. Um, I thought I'd leave it as a surprise. <laughs> what are you, because what are you I was going to say, welcome to episode number eight. Yes. And the reason this is significant is because apparently, statistically, people who start podcasts don't usually get beyond episode seven. Ah, so this right. marks... <laughs> Time for <laughs> celebration. We, we crossed the. I, it's so weird as well. I found this out today. Oh my god! Yeah, and I was like, listen to. It. I was like, oh, I can't wait to <laughs> drop that in. Yeah. So apparently, most like there's loads of podcasts out there, but to get past seven, it's apparently a bit of a milestone, right? So go us. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, funny. <laughs> so welcome to episode number eight. Yes, <laughs> we made it. We're here. Yay. talk about something i'm actually really excited to talk about this because it's going to reveal just how much of a hippie i actually am <laughs> ah, right, okay. <laughs> well if you recall if you've been listening to any of these episodes which you may not you may be brand new here so welcome if you are brand new hello um, and if you are not <laughs> you may recall that in one episode i think it was episode number three okay I might be wrong, to be honest. We'll but, test you. <laughs> but we were talking about the role of, like, intuition. Do you remember this vaguely? We were talking about, like, oh, what happens if you don't hear your intuition very much? Yeah. Um, and we were like, one day we should talk about intuition. Right. And, like, how you, like, hear that and, and you know, what that kind of means a little bit. Yeah. Do you remember which one we... It was... <laughs> now I feel you're... bad because I have no idea. Yeah, because it was something like you know I was saying, you know I'm quite good at hearing my intuition now, so I know when there's a calling. Like we were talking about this podcast, for example, right? How yeah. it was a calling for us, and I was like, yeah, like I I know um, that I am being led by something. Yeah, because it's easy to ignore those little nudges that the universe gives you. Right. Yeah. And you said, and I remember you saying, so what happens if you don't know how to hear your intuition yet? What questions can you ask? And that's what we talked about. But in the episode, we were kind of like, we should sort of come back to um, the role of intuition and how important it's actually been. Yeah, go a bit more in depth. Yeah, and that's kind of today, (laughs) isn't it? So, yeah, talking about um, (laughs) intuition, trusting where you're led, and and how you might actually get better at doing that and Mm. that sort of thing and what that looks like and, and maybe some stories about, you know, when you have done that and, like, where it's taken you and unexpected you know yeah. places and things okay so <laughs> come on give it to me <laughs> this is all new to me I know. all news to me not yeah. new to me it's definitely not new to me <laughs> yeah yeah so like 
so I kind of wanted to go a little bit into like, well, how do you get like, what is intuition and how do you like get better at it? Um, and I think one of the things is I don't know how you get better at listening to intuition without literally practicing doing that. And I think that this is where everyone needs some kind of spiritual practice to be able to do that. And it doesn't, and I, when I say that, it's not like this big, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, because I think people can be put off by that and they think it's all a bit woo woo. Right. As soon as you say spiritual. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it doesn't have to be that. It can be. Yeah, meditation or just sitting yeah and thinking about things yeah well it requires the willingness to be with yourself yeah yeah (laughs) that's literally kind of all it is and however that looks for you uh, might vary you know depending on the person but you know even going out for walks and it being without any music yeah I I mean I know for me it's like going out for a run and I know this with clients as well like it's that that headspace that you give you give yeah. yourself give you, give yourself, mm. um, and it just allows things to percolate and yeah. you know yeah I, I think I have my best like intuitive moments yeah either when I'm out on a walk a run driving mm. in the shower yeah <laughs> yeah although yeah like that that's certainly part of it but I feel yeah. like it's like a lot of us are afraid to just be with our own thoughts Mm. and sit with ourselves and um it's going to be really hard to tap into intuition until you are willing to go there but it's really worth doing it's really worth doing it and like I don't know how I would have made so many of the decisions that I've made without the skill of just sitting (laughs) with myself and not only like doing that but like actually enjoying it like now I'm like I like like I get annoyed when I can't do it (laughs) like you know yeah um yeah and like this has been really highlighted to me for the past few weeks of my life because like my life's been very very um (laughs) turbulent (laughs) where I've not had as much space as I normally have to be able to go inward and like really listen to that inner voice that knows yeah. what's up <laughs> and now I've, I'm like yeah like, I actually really notice just how much harder it is to live a more intuitively led life without that practice yeah, so because I know you've not felt very grounded right you've been a bit all over the place not there's a criticism no, but no, I can no. see that in you because mm-hmm. you haven't got that routine yeah. and just being able to sit on your own um, and do your, practice, your morning practices, for example. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you might go, you know, more in depth with that. But um, yeah, I know that it's affected you not being able to do that. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to do what I can. Yeah. But yeah, it it just shows me just like how I knew it was important anyway. But not doing it, I'm like, yeah, or like not doing it in anywhere near the amount that I would like to. Um, really has like made yeah quite a big difference in my life and I just think like in a way I'm grateful for the opportunity to see that you know see how important it actually is yeah to me but a lot of us don't 
think they have time and you know there's lots of there's lots of reasons why people don't do it but I don't know I guess it's been so important because I think otherwise you end up just spending your life firefighting a lot I'm laughing because yeah that's been me the last couple of weeks for sure yeah yeah so yeah I mean what yeah, yeah what are your thoughts about this before we go into like the yeah I think for me it was so important to listen to those nudges and not ignore them mm-hmm. because I thought it was just you know like pie in the sky stuff because um, obviously you know for me it was like changing jobs and and that was a huge thing and a big upheaval but prior to that it was you know you have these thoughts and these feelings like oh you know that excites me mm-hmm. like um, you imagine yourself doing something but then it's like no I, I couldn't do that I just want to be safe and just carry on as I am mm-hmm. but then certain things you know happen that push you it's like the universe is just poking you yeah. <laughs> just giving you those nudges yeah and I think for me it was just tapping into that a bit more and I think um well, hopefully this podcast will do that for other people. Mm-hmm. But it was talking uh, to you about it. Mm-hmm. And you sort of saying to me, you know, you need to listen. You know, you... Do you know what it was? <laughs> <laughs> and I can remember, you were like... I can remember exactly where we were. Mm-hmm. And you said to me, you already know what you want to do. And I'm tearing up thinking about it because, yeah, it was a big thing. Because, like... Because even in that moment, I didn't want to admit what, you know, how I wanted to change my job. And, and I was kind of embarrassed about it, weirdly. Like, because I thought, oh, I can't, I can't possibly do that. I can't possibly share that with somebody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can remember you, you said to me, you already know. It's already in you. Yeah. yeah. So having you say that to me then allowed me to listen to those little nudges that's interesting yeah 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 because that's it it's like whether you put aside practice to listen to what we already know or not it's happening regardless right yeah it's yeah absolutely yeah like meaning like you know there is something in you that knows what it where it wants to go it's like, because what we're really talking about here is that there is a direction that your that life wants you to go. There yeah, is, yeah. Like, I fundamentally believe that life wants you to go somewhere. And your job is to be the best listener in the world. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have a purpose. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, but you're not always supposed to totally know exactly what it is. It's not like you do get, I do think you get moments where it's like, a clear download of like this is where you're meant to go and this is what you're supposed to do but it's not like mapped out and charted for you it's just like here's a bit of information and then you decide what you do with that information yeah and I feel like if we're all really honest with each other we've all had those moments yeah because I think um when you're saying like it's not mapped out and I think I think a lot of people are um you but know, I need like, the direction. Yeah, it's like you leave school, mm-hmm. you go to university, you get a job, you get married, you have kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, and isn't that so appealing? 
yeah because yeah. it's all mapped out for you and that yeah. feels so good for our ego because the ego wants to know what's happening it wants to be in control it wants to be able to predict because it feels safe yeah. and all of that stuff Absolutely. and that's why it's easy to ignore those images. right because the soul if you're like really i'm just getting really esoteric with this i don't care <laughs> So, why <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to reveal. <laughs> this is me. Right. And I yeah. love it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't care. Like, I mean, I do in the sense that, like, <laughs> like I care about you, <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't care about how I'm seen in this. So the it's truth is, <laughs> yeah, like it's like I want to lead like a soul-led life, and if you're going to do that, which is, in my opinion, the most fulfilling way to live right Mm -hmm. then if you're expecting a map and you're expecting it to be charted out for you and here's the directions and this is the next step and blah 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 and you're going to know what it's like in 10 years time then that it's never been my experience of listening to the call of your soul which is another word for like intuition and and that kind of like where life wants you to go Mm -hmm. so what I have come to understand in this process of trying to live my life that way instead of, I mean, like I'm a human being and I have an ego, right? But I try to listen to what my soul wants to do and what life wants me to do yeah. as much as possible. But the way that you do that, here's what I'm trying to get to, <laughs> is you get really good at listening because it's actually, when you get good at listening, it becomes very obvious where life wants you to go. But if you're a really rubbish listener, (laughs) then it's, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't say that with judgment. I just mean like you have to practice. So it's not something that comes, um, I think this is a complicated statement, but I don't think it's like unnatural, but we're conditioned out of it because like, because we're told to follow X, Y, and Z. Absolutely. We're told that you should, be a certain way, do certain things, stay mm. in the same job. And you'll yeah. be safe and everything's going to yeah. work out for you. You know, like, that's normal. Yeah. And the hilarious thing about that is that, the, like, if <laughs> you can do all of that, and yet didn't the pandemic show us just how little control we have anyway? So we do all of this kind of doing the the, the, the mapped out life in the name of safety. And it took one virus to completely change everything and we still hold on to this illusion of control and safety that this way of living that's all mapped out for you is the safe route like that's the kind of crazy thing isn't it yeah and I think that's interesting you say um like about the pandemic because since then how many people do you know that have like changed careers Mm -hmm. and changed you know that like outlook on life yes so many people because their illusion just got shattered yeah absolutely just yeah it's overnight totally changed yeah perspective on, on life yeah and i think a lot of people are now looking for a different way of living mm. which is possibly why we're talking about yeah, this and like, like more freedom and yeah more purpose more purpose and like living the lives that we actually want to live <laughs> if that makes sense rather than the safe life yeah but which isn't even real anyway and that's the kind of hilarious thing it's just that's what we've been sold right is that if you do this then you'll be safe and it's like well how many people 
you know, like in our place of work now, there's people being made redundant and that's supposedly, you know, just like all of that. It's like, it's not real. So if it's not real, great. Because then you might as well just do what you want. Because it's not safe either way. So just do what you actually want to do. (laughs) But you know what I mean? That's amazing. That's huge. Because if it was, because if it was, actually safe then I could see why you'd be scared to leave it when the reality is it never was it's just you had the illusion that it was I think that's actually very liberating to realize none of it's safe (laughs) because you just might as well do it then yeah it's like you can fail at the thing you hate you know Mm. so you might as well fail at the thing you you know what I mean like like to really break it down it's like Choosing the thing you don't really want to do can also fail. Yeah, very true. You can be made redundant, the company can go bust, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, so you might as well. Might as well try what do you the actually, thing that you want to do. Yeah, and, and again, like, this is... So it's, it's coming back again to this point of, so what is it that you want to do? And the way you know is by listening to the nudges that are already there and your ego is going to be like, no, it's not safe, and da-da-da-da-da, and it's like, but nothing ever was, so don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think our only job is to be really good at listening, but in order to listen, we have to create space and we have to be willing to um, develop some kind of practice so that when it does come along and you have those kind of intuitive insights, you can actually hear them and then you, yeah. you trust them. And sometimes it's going to ask you something that you're just like, oh, man, really? But <laughs> the more you do it, the more you realise, like, everything ends up working out when you actually do. Again, like, if you're listening to this, like, you know you've had those moments. Yes. Where life's gone this is what you've got to do when you're like, no, it's too hard. <laughs> I can't do it. Like this little yeah. kid. Yeah. But then you do and it was like, yeah, that's exactly where I was supposed to go. Yeah. When does it ever not work? Yeah, even though you know? it's really hard. Yeah. And the time, it feels really hard at the time mm. and upsetting and heartbreaking, but then you get through it and, mm. yeah. you know, in hindsight, yeah. I say that all the time. Well, in hindsight, no, I'd have done it ages ago. It's that moment. <laughs> yes. So it's like having the foresight to know that yes. in hindsight it's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but again, through practice of listening to that illogical part that goes, I want this. This is where I want to go. This is what you're meant to do. Instead this is where you're meant to pushing it down and pushing it away. Yeah. Oh, well, like, you know, I can't because of this. I can't because of that. I can't, 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 can't. And it's like, mm, but what What's if? It telling you? Yeah. And if it is, if it repeats itself a lot, then that, okay. How do you know <laughs> if it's intuition? What was the, what was the thing, the quote, if it's meant for you, it won't be subtle. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love it because you're like, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. It's like it just. I'll just it, keep coming back it, to haunt you. Yes. <laughs> it's all bad. Yeah, it will just you show don't up. Do the thing. Yeah, it will keep showing up. So you may as well surrender to it because that's that's your sign. Yeah. It will keep showing up. It will keep rearing its head. It will keep. Yeah, like haunting. It's yeah, kind yeah, of exactly. 
It's like, you've not done this yet. You're here. What's happening? Why are you doing it? What's going on? Um, and yeah, my experience is that it never goes until you, you make the step. Yeah, mine also. Yeah. So you get better, I think, at like just trusting it quicker rather than pushing it away and allowing the fear, allowing the ego to convince you that it's not safe um, and that you are better off just staying where you are because because at least this is easy, comfortable, safe, money, whatever else. And it's like, it's all illusion though. Yeah. Right? But if it's not bringing you, if it's making you miserable and not bringing you joy. Yeah. But it's like the, all those things feel, the illusion of feeling good, <laughs> but they don't really make you feel good. Yeah. And I think you know as well because... Oh, this is a tricky one to get into right now. But um, I think you know in your heart of heart that it's not. But signs, if you're not willing to really be honest with yourself yet about it, are you numbing a lot? Yeah, yeah. So if you're spending your uh, evenings cracking open a bottle of wine and uh, beer to numb the, the pain of what you've been doing during the day, yeah. that's usually a good sign that it's not what you should be doing. Yeah. Now... Let's be very, very clear. This is not about judgment. This no, is not about saying, not, no, my God, I've been there. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and it's like, if you can't quite confront the truth of that yet, because it's hard to, because once you confront the truth, it's like, ah, oh, man, I have to do something now. So it's hard. And I know how hard that is. I know how hard that is. Yeah. I really, truly do. But if you're choose, if, if, if the ego is like taking control of the situation and like keeping you safe, in inverted commas, in, in inverted, bloody hell, commas, you know what I mean? Inverted commas. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> we'll get there. I know, I was like, why am I trying to say that? Anyway, so, <laughs> um, if, yeah, if, if you are, if that is the situation you're in, you'll know because you're numbing a lot. That's, that's a really big sign, I think. So that, and numbing comes in many, many forms or like addiction, as well again it's like um eating too much drinking too much watching too much tv scrolling a lot yeah all things that can be done in non-numbing ways can be enjoyable they're not inherently bad but if you're doing it constantly as a way to just jump out of your body to not be present ever with your life engaged Mm. in your own life then i think that's a good sign to know that you're you're ignoring a larger truth yeah um and that's really i I do just want to say like this is super uncomfortable i realize listening to this that could be a really like (laughs) thing to hear yeah because it makes you just makes you think don't it yeah like, because if you're listening to this and you're doing that, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the only reason I can talk about it is because I've been there, so yeah, I'm no different. As have I, as have I. <laughs> like, I only know because I've, I've experienced that. I can only speak from my own experience. So if you if you do decide, I because for me it came down to a decision of, like, I want, I want to live a life that is a courageous one, Courage has been a huge teacher for both of us. And we yeah. talked about this in a different episode yeah, we as well. Yeah. Soul-led, uh, surrendered state of letting something bigger lead the way. 
then stop expecting it to be a big mapped out chart yeah. for you. It's you get re- like again. My experience of this is like you get the next step. Something reveals itself. That's what I'm supposed to do next. Then the next step. It's like I think of it as like a treasure hunt. Yeah. Like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, like you get one piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Then you get another piece. It's not like you get all the pieces at the beginning of the game. There's no game there. That's like quite a cool way of thinking about it. Mm. Scavenger hunts are fun. Why? Because it's revealing itself to you as you go. It's like one step at a time, one step at a time. And then it's like, ooh, and then you get curious and it's like allowing curiosity to lead the way. I'd love to talk about curiosity more at some point. But (laughs) (laughs) curiosity has been such a powerful... We have talked about this actually a little bit in a different episode. Yes, a little bit, I think. In the the context of fear, being more curious than fearful. Yeah. It's so powerful. Curiosity is such a superpower, I think. It really is. Because, yeah, it's allowing yourself to be curious about the steps being revealed to you rather than just frustrated that you can't see the big picture. Mm. Yeah, it's asking yourself, well, why is that coming into my life? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and just being like, oh, okay. Thank you for revealing yourself. Now I'm supposed to do this. And then I'm going to do this. And then... When when I do that, I look back and I'm like, oh, because then you do have the you can, you don't get the whole map, but you can connect dots once you have the the dots have been revealed to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's only by looking back you see how all the dots connected, but you don't get to see it in the process. <laughs> well, you're in it. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, that's why I did that. And you didn't know yeah. it at the time. You just did something. Yeah. And then later you're like, that's why I learned that. That's why I did that. That's why, you know, and I love that. Those moments are really cool. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's interesting because you're like, you, you make that leap and you make that, that change. Mm. But then, it, like I know for me, it's like, well, yeah, I've done that thing and mm. it feels great and I love it. But there's more yes like I know there's more what's the more yeah yeah but in a way I kind of (laughs) love the mystery of it right that's that's the other part of it right because again the ego hates the not knowing the uncertainty the 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 lack of clarity all that kind of thing but the soul loves the mystery it like lives for the mystery because if you knew what your whole life was going to be, like, yeah, like you're going to die at AE, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. Like if you really think about that, that's quite a scary thought actually. Knowing, yeah, to to know exactly what was going to happen. Scary and boring. And boring, yeah. So we think we want to know, but we don't. Because if you were like, look, if I could tell you exactly what you're going to do. You'd be like, don't tell me. I want to find out because then it's more interesting. That's so much more like thrilling to discover. (laughs) So it's like discovery. Discovery is so fun and interesting. So it's just this like, it's weird having this like polarity like live within you of like, no, I want to know. But then the other part's like, no, I don't. (laughs) There's like a tension. Yeah. It just makes me think like, so, you know, some people say to you, well, I don't like change. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, right. It'd be really boring if it never did, though. It yeah, would it be really boring. Um, and it's also just like, well, that's a shame because that's the only thing that's guaranteed. Yeah, true. <laughs> so better get used to it. But you know, like, really, it's like change is the only constant. I love that expression. I think it's so cool. Anyway, 
yeah. Yeah, so recognizing that, yeah, like, okay, here's a really cool example of it. This podcast, right? We have done eight episodes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and we have some ideas of where it's going to go, but ha- do we really have any sense of the big, big, big picture? No. No. Is that a reason to not do it? No. <laughs> like, yeah, we're just having fun with it and seeing where it takes us. There's, right. there's like ideas of where you might want it to go, like you say. Mm. Um, but we don't know no. what's going to happen. No. We're just going with the flow. Yes. And listening to those little nudges when they become apparent. <laughs> exactly. And what we have, we have no concept of what, opportunities it could present for us right because that's that's like an example of like you know when we do when we take the aligned action is what i would call it the aligned action being there's a nudge yeah and you followed the nudge yeah so there was a nudge to do the podcast in the first place so we're doing that and going with it yeah then things present themselves to you that you could never have like predicted even if you were like, I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to do it like this, and you can ma- you can have some planning to a point. There's just so much unknown, and that's what's like exciting because I'm like, I don't know where it's going to take us, and I feel like that is also why I'm doing it. Yeah, because I'm living for that. Where is it going to take? Yeah, it's just <laughs> thrilling, right? But I think a lot of the pe- people stop themselves from doing it for that like well I don't know what it's going to take me and I don't really see the point and I don't I need to know what's going to happen and da 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 so then it just immediately taught themselves out of it mm. rather than being like but isn't there a part of you that just wants to go for the ride and like just like have fun with the process yeah right yeah because you can get fixated on an outcome yeah and and this is hard because we are really fixated on the outcome in our culture yeah right it is so again like i say none of this with any judgment of like you should be like this like no (laughs) i'm not saying that (laughs) but it's to because because yeah we are conditioned to be like everything's about outcomes and targets and you know reaching this thing and da 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 and it's like and it's making so much money or whatever yeah and not allowing space for mystery, which is, like, the really fun part. That's what I have come to, d- to discover. And I would never have thought I would say something like that when I was younger because I was the most anxious person ever, <laughs> right? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, in terms of practices, things that you could do. So we could do, like we talked about, going for walks. I think that's a helpful one. Definitely. For me, I think this is, this very much relates to things we've talked about in different episodes as well, but it's quite hard to pay attention to that voice, A, without giving it space, but B, if you're dysregulated a lot. Yeah, that really, yeah, hits me. Like this week, I've right. just been, yeah, I think if you'd have seen one of the Instagram posts, you might have seen me feeling a bit off mm-hmm. <laughs> the nervous system's just being all over the shop yeah um but yeah yeah it's hard to listen to any intuition when you when you're just feeling anxious and stressed out yeah. um yeah because i think there's like even 
this like up until yesterday I was feeling like that mm-hmm. and then I don't know what's happened but something's flipped today yeah and I just feel mu- much more relaxed and able to to think clearly yes yeah so some of the practices are literally just about getting you back into regulation and I'll repeat again what I've said in different episodes because it's really worth repeating regulation is a state of like presence it's um feeling in the moment feeling Mm. kind of like um aware of your surroundings mindfulness think of things like that yeah um whereas dysregulation is either sympathetic nervous system arousal or dorsal vagal but basically meaning where you're either like in fight flight or shut down freeze yeah that kind of stuff so it's nothing wrong with going in those states here and there, by the way. I'm not saying you should never go into those states because you're going <laughs> to, like yeah. you talked about, happened this week. It's just about knowing how to get back to regulation. Yeah, it makes me think about that book, which is on the bookshelf, I mean, The Power of Now. Oh, I can't tell it. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. um, you can, you know, like when you stress, you're like either worrying about what's going to happen in the future or what's happened in the past. Yes. And it's bringing yourself back to the now. Yes and that presence yeah I love that you brought that up actually because that was one of the first books I ever read on um kind of the concept of meditation actually right um which is really like it it was the first time I ever understood it was reading that book (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's just (laughs) (laughs) um and it's oh it's so cool that you brought that up okay so (laughs) because What he says in that book is meditation teaches you to become the observer. So you realise, oh, I am not my thoughts. I am someone witnessing myself having thoughts, which means you are not the thoughts. thoughts, You are the thing watching the thoughts. So the practice of watching your thoughts is what allows you to come into the power of now, which is presence, (laughs) right? So that's why I think like, to be honest with you, I really feel like I don't want to say everyone should meditate because I don't like to use the word should ever. Mm. But it really seriously like it's been such an important practice for me. That's all I can say. And it's the one that I fought and resisted the most. And that that tells you something. Something that you resist the most is where you it's need usually, to go. It's usually <laughs> the thing that you need to do. Yeah. yeah right like the things that you're like most like ah oh, it's so icky Ugh. like I, I wish it wasn't like that but my experience has been the most resistant <laughs> things is exactly where I have to go it's making me think now like right shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> right I can think of things that I'm resisting so right I need to do it oh That's my god lean in. yeah it I know is. but and on- it's so true there's a couple of things that I'm thinking and I'm like yeah I need to do it would you be willing to share you don't have to I think it's writing more yes oh sorry (laughs) she knows she knows exactly years ago I was like you're a writer I remember that sorry I remember it I remember exactly where we were as well and you were like you've got a book in you I know you're gonna write and I was like no yeah but in the back of my mind I was like yeah but yes how <laughs> very apt that we're talking about this I no know. honestly um, yeah and yeah it's definitely something that 
it, that pie in the sky thing like you think mm. I couldn't do that but yeah and it's something I massively resist yeah like I, I really really struggle with it mm-hmm. and I tell myself that that I'm well I'm, I can't do it because I'm rubbish I don't know what to say I don't know what to write mm-hmm. and you know that I struggle <laughs> oh yeah but yeah um yeah, and you know that, that that's something that I say to myself mm-hmm. and to you and to mm-hmm. other people. But but yeah, I need to yeah I need to just do it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, in this like, it's just the 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 point here is to say, wherever you feel the most resistance, unfortunately, yeah, the thing is like even talking about it now, it's brought it to the forefront, and yeah. I'm like I'm actually quite excited to try yes! it. Yes. I feel like it's a day for celebration. It is. It's Friday as well. Yeah. <laughs> what a Friday feeling. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? So that was a cool moment. <laughs> oh my god, I'm showing my age now. <laughs> I know exactly what I meant. <laughs> oh god. Anyway. Yeah, let's just like acknowledge that. That was cool. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, and that's, and it's, right, so here, here's a cool, let's just break down what just happened there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so years ago, I don't even remember, like, the context of why we were talking about this, but I remember being like, you're, yeah, you are clearly, you're a writer, and I don't even know why that happened. But sometimes something will reveal itself to you years, and you know, years ago. Yeah. And I do believe that sometimes it's not always the exact time for it but it's just like because I get those moments where I'm like that's coming for me it's not like a now thing do you know no do you know what I mean like like oh I'm gonna do that at some point yeah it's not always like it's more like oh that revealed itself but it doesn't always mean I have to act on it immediately yeah that's been my experience so like that with you with the writing I was like that's not a now thing but you've but now you know it's there yeah it's coming sometimes it's just it's a weird thing isn't it where it's just like I don't know why you told me that now like you as in like I'd say it as universe god whatever you want to call it yeah but it doesn't always mean it's like just because you now know that's coming that it's going to happen right this second but it's just like more this oh okay just listening to that listening to that yeah that little much yeah again it's just you know when those moments happen it's like just making a bit of a mental note mm. and getting kind of like curious and like okay cool about it you know yeah because <laughs> yeah, it's funny about the writing that I can vi- vividly remember that moment mm. that you'd said that to me and there was another moment of you know like maybe six months after that where a client had said a similar thing to me mm. and yeah and I can really I can remember that mm-hmm. Um, but again, at the time, I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one day, watch this space. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, like, because, again, this, in my belief, the soul wants, like, all of it. It doesn't want just the good, fun, happy, joy. Type. Like, yeah, that stuff's great. Yeah. But it wants growth. And growth is messy, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you've got to go through the the hard stuff Mm. to get to the good stuff yes because 
the best, like the biggest example I had of this for me, actually, yeah, let's let's go into this. So, okay. was um, writing songs. So I'm a songwriter. I haven't talked about this on the podcast at all. Yeah. But I am a songwriter, singer, performer. So that for me was like writing for you, which I know they're writing, but the different track cut out yeah, writing, but creative work, yeah, creative work in some way. Um, it was the thing that I really, really, really fought hard to ignore and not do, didn't want to do it. And it's because, A, like, it meant a lot to me to do it. But it forced me to become who I needed to become in order to do the work. Right. So it was the biggest growth edge was me having to confront all of the things I didn't want to confront in myself, my perfectionism, my, (laughs) you know, um, let me, let me actually try and break this down now because I probably, I'm far enough away from it to be probably be able to talk about this in a bit more detail now because I couldn't talk about it when I was going through it. But um, my unwillingness to be seen as not good at something because I was a beginner, right? You had to be a beginner again. And the thing is, like, there was another layer to that, actually, because it's one thing being bad at something that you don't care about, but because I really cared about it, I really struggled to be seen as incompetent at the thing I so desperately wanted to be competent at. Yeah, I Yeah. So I had to come face to face with that and just, get over it essentially I mean there was more to it than just get over it but you know that is essentially in the end what I had to do was just get over myself right um I had to be witnessed in in a lot of vulnerability and the big thing for me was um my husband is a songwriter who's really experienced at it amazing and you know he's he's like just a natural born like can play every instrument all of that stuff and I just did not want him to see me in that way at all and you know that's why I fought it so much because I was like because underneath all of that was what if I'm not worthy of being loved through this yeah and that fear of like being seen yeah and being seen especially with um somebody who's so important to you yeah yeah, who I looked up to so yeah, much yeah. in that. And I still do. Yeah. I, you know, he he is incredible and has so much talent. And it was just like, I you, you're going to have to see this side of me struggling and vulnerable and all of that. And can you still love me through that, you know? Well, it did marry you, so <laughs> you're all right. <laughs> but, you know, so, yeah. so that's... Yeah. So, so it, so I did, I got there and I yeah. moved through that. Yeah. But, but it was so excruciating. Yeah. It was just like, I cannot, like, it took me so long to get to a point where I felt comfortable. And even to this day, you know, it's not like the easiest thing in the world. But yeah, it's certainly different now. Um, but I just, I had to really come, do you know what it was? I had to really, really come face to face with my own arrogance. Mm. Because underneath all the, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not this, was an assumption that I should be better without having done Without having any, any practice in it. 
but yeah. But nowhere near, yeah. like, I was still a beginner, you yeah. know, it was like, I, I wanted to be an expert without having to go through the mud, you know, I, I didn't, without learning anything, without, I just wanted to be amazing because I have a natural flair for singing, so I should be amazing at this too, and it should just come without any effort at all. <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of us fall into that trap as well. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. my arrogance is hilarious. <laughs> really, I mean that. I really have to like like that's so so the biggest teacher because the antithesis of arrogance is humility, and I was very humbled. Yeah. <laughs> but that was but that's what I needed. Yeah, that's what I needed, and therein lies the whole point of why I told this story, is that. My soul was like, for you to get where you need to be, you need to humble yourself. Yeah. And now it's a lot easier for me because I did the really, really hard thing, the stickiest thing. I'm not saying I'm never going to come up against stuff again, obviously. Yeah. I'm not like, I've done this now and there's no trials ever again. No, I'm not saying that. But in comparison, it's like, I don't mind being new at a podcast. It's fine. Like, I have been through the newness of something really scary before. Yeah, and I, I know we've talked about this in previous podcasts. It's building up that trust in yourself. Yes. And knowing, I trust the process. Yeah, you trust the process. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a different thing, yeah. but I've been new at it before. I've had to get over it, and it'll be okay. Yeah. I know that I have done this before. Yeah. I in can do form. that. Exactly. Yeah. And that was far stickier for me. So I know it really sucks to hear it, but if you do that, the confidence that brings, I feel like so much more confident as an individual mm. as a consequence of doing the really, really, really resistant, sticky yeah, thing. Yeah, it's so true. The, the, yeah, the amount of confidence it does build up in you. Yeah. yeah. And it's off. It takes me back to doing um, like assessments mm. um, for my PT. Like I was so nervous, and I was oh god, I was nearly sick. Yeah. But then, when you do it the next time, or you do the next thing, it's not as hard. You're like, well, I've done, I've done the hard thing before. Yeah. I can do it again. I survived. I yeah, made I survived, it. Yeah. And not only did I survive and make it, but the elation yes. when you do something really hard like that. Yeah. There's no, there's something so satisfying about it as well. Like it's that the flip side is mm. because you know how much it demanded of you. Yeah. It's like, yes. Because it meant so much. Yeah, it meant so much. It forced me to confront so many demons that I just didn't even know were there. Except like obviously on some level I did because that's why I was hiding from it so hard. Yeah. But when, I, but you know, it was like, wow, like I have so many, yeah, just like, so many hang-ups that I really had to like just work through it wasn't just about writing the songs it was who I needed to become yeah you know which is yeah someone that's way more humble now I have a long way to go I'm not gonna (laughs) (laughs) you know but it was huge I just didn't know because it was all underneath oh I'm not good enough oh I'm not I was just sitting on top of what the real problem was, yeah. you know. Um, I am grateful to realise that now. And I remember the moment of realising it, like, oh, it was such a... I, like, I remember where I was and it was, like, this really key moment. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's what it's really about. 
<laughs> I love that when you can like think back to a specific mm. point in time. Change like life changing yeah. moment. Yeah, life changing moment. Yeah, love those things. Like they don't happen all that often, do they? Those no. really, really like. I will never unsee that. Pivotal. Pivotal moments, yeah, totally. I feel like that still relates to what we were talking about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know we're going on a big old tangent, but it's kind of. Yeah, it's related. Yeah. The point maybe we were trying to make here is that, like, it's hard, but, like, those moments have been so worth it. Like, I, I, I want to live a life that's led by truth. Yeah, yeah, it's just listening to your intuition. Yeah, and like you said earlier, if it's if it's hard, then it's probably the thing that you should be doing. It's where it's it's telling you something. It, it wants hard, you to yeah. go there because you're you nervous about there. it because it means something. Yeah, yeah, but it's also the most rewarding thing, and I think maybe we need to emphasize this a bit more. Not just the pain of it. Yeah, it's like just because it's hard, just do it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's no. what you get out of it. Yeah, that was one of the most rewarding things I've ever managed to overcome. Like, yeah, like you said, the, the word elation. Yeah. That's it. That's what you feel yeah. when you do it. It's like crying my eyes out the first time I completed it, you know, a song yeah. from start to finish through to production. Yeah. Like, again, I'm, that, I'll never forget that moment of just being like, oh, my God, I did it. I actually did it. I actually got here. I actually yeah. made it. Like, yeah. that was a huge moment. Yeah. And it changed me forever. That was so worth it. It's so worth it. All of the toil, all of the struggle. Like, it's great. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it makes me think of when I saw you on stage. That was this year. Yeah. I gosh. know we keep saying that, but yeah, it was this year. And, oh, no, in fact, no, it wasn't this year. It was when you did it last year. Yeah. You cut that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've never seen you so buzzed. Yeah. Like, you were absolutely just yeah it was awesome yeah to see yeah yeah you're like on cloud nine yeah just there was nothing that could have like so much adrenaline but you were just loving it yeah i was like made for that moment it was Mm. awesome so yeah like that's that's the other side of it you know and i so could have just ignored all of it yeah but it that would be denying why i'm here that's really like underneath all of this is like when we ignore those things we're denying the reason that we're here and I'm not saying that writing songs is the only reason I'm here but it's do you know it it's it's part of a bigger thing it's part of the part of your purpose right um yeah it's one of the things doesn't have to just be one thing no no it can be many things yeah um and just trust it, trust it, like, do it, trust me, do it. Yes, do it, <laughs> do, do it. the thing. Do the thing, it's great, it's amazing. Um, I, yeah, is there anything else you want to say about this? Would you want to say anything about the writing for you? Yeah, so like, so I've had that realisation in today's podcast. <laughs> but that little nudge towards the writing, or, or the, um massive resistance has made me realise that yeah it's something that I want to that I want to try and like I said earlier um, I actually feel quite excited about it it's it's like um, an excited apprehension 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that's the right way around, I don't know. Um, but yeah, nervous but excited. Yes, which I so. think also tells you that it's the thing to do. When you have nervousness and excitement and apprehensive, that's like the cocktail yes. of like the thing. Yeah. That's where you need to go. Yeah. Sometimes things aren't always scary. Like I do want to say like solo stuff can also be like oh, it can be just fun and like, ooh, yeah, joyful, I can go there. Like totally. something that fills you with joy. Like yeah. if it's something that you, you know, like a new hobby you take and you absolutely love it. Yeah, that's you yeah. know, you know, that's another nudge. Yes. Yeah. But there's different languages yeah, of the nudge, let's absolutely. say. It doesn't have to all be like scary. Yeah. Um but yeah, with this I think this this Significant number eight podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's given me, um, yeah, the little kick up the arse to to try it. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe let us know if it's given you any inspiration. Yeah. Has anything landed for you with this? Has it kind of helped you see something you already knew? Because in the end, we do already know. We, We... we know (laughs) and no one else is supposed to tell you what it is it's just helping you to remember what you already know that's all we're really trying to do it's not telling you what to do but just helping you to come back to what you already know in your own life it's like what the soul wants yeah how you actually listen to that how you re-remember yeah because when you do it you're like i knew this Mm. Yeah, I mean, you never go, it's never like a total mystery is it in that sense <laughs> yeah I did know <laughs> yeah I just pretended I didn't know yeah. um yeah so let us let us know in the comments if um it has yeah um, inspired you in any way I would love to know if someone do you know if someone like came back and was like I listened to this and then I did this and then this happened oh I'd my like, god that would be absolutely wouldn't amazing. it yeah so you could be that person. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know, please. Yeah, thank you so much. And as always, feedback is great. Um, if you got something out of this episode and you think someone else might too, share it with them. Let people know the podcast exists. We're on Instagram is our main kind of platform. Yeah, yeah. If you want to send us any messages on there, but yeah, obviously the podcast is on Spotify, Apple, Amazon. What else have I forgotten? YouTube. Yep. Um, I've also started a Rumble account, which I haven't told you about yet, but that's I see new. the emails. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about that off the air. But okay. if you go on, if you are on Rumble, we are on there too. Um, <laughs> that's the new one. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for yes. giving us your time and attention. We really appreciate that. Yes, and, thank uh, you for listening to episode eight. Yes, and we'll catch you for episode nine. Because <laughs> we're going to be here. We will. We're going to continue to show up. (laughs) Thank you so much, everybody. See you soon. Bye.